When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And as you can see by the title, today I will be doing a quick pop-off episode. And as you know, my quick pop-off episodes are supposed to be just that, nice and quick. I want to keep it under 20 minutes, don't want to keep you long, but I hope I get the opportunity to kind of shout out and say a couple things about some of the dramas that I will be talking about in this quick pop-off. So for this episode, I specifically want to go over four new dramas, four dramas that I started within the last week and a half. And I definitely want to say some things. I don't want to say tons, hence quick pop off, but I want to say a few things. A lot of it is going to be my first impressions. Um, but without all the details that I usually go into with a standalone first impressions episode. But I also kind of just want to keep you updated on knowing if these are new dramas that I will also continue to watch. Are they dramas that I plan to keep in my kind of drama watch rotation or are they dramas that yeah checked out the first two episodes and thought hey yeah this one isn't for me. So I just wanted to kind of let you know all of that in this quick pop-off episode. And the four dramas that I will be quickly talking about, I know I'm pushing it by including four dramas in this quick pop-off. I usually like to do one or two, but I had to do four because that's how many I started. So I was like, I gotta do, I gotta do four. Um, But I want to talk about Bad Prosecutor, Love is for Suckers, Cheer Up, and Gauss Electronics. So those are my four kind of main events for this episode. And I'm going to give them each their kind of due time, but also not a lot of time. (laughs) So bear with me. But I do want to let you know how I'm feeling now that I've just started these dramas. So I want to start with Bad Prosecutor. um, And I want to talk about it um, quickly because it's the most recent one that I've actually finished the first two episodes of. So Bad Prosecutor stars D.O. from, you know, the K-pop group EXO. He is playing a character named Jin Jung, and he's our title character, Bad Prosecutor. Um, And in his work as a prosecutor, he reveals to be not the most... um, standard okay he likes to do things differently uh, when it comes to the way that he obtains his information for for prosecuting um, the bad guys um, and he is basically playing you know prosecutor who is standing up for the little ones and the weak ones and going up against the kind of big bad system that is the actual prosecution office and in being in that position where he's within the system that he's trying to basically tear down and fight against, it gives and opposes a lot of, you know, opposition to his goal. The thing that I have to say after just kind of 
watching these first two episodes is that I was not immediately blown away. I was not immediately blown away by the setup, by the characters, um, by the plot, (laughs) by any of it. And that is something I knew when I went into this one that I was expecting. I was like, if you, if I'm going to watch Bad Prosecutor, I'm going to have it, have to have it stand above $1 lawyer or be better than, um, any of the other kind of law, legal, um, political dramas that I've watched this year. Like for example, the prosecutor kind of set up who's kind of like, you know, standing up for the little, the little guys and, and standing up against this kind of big, horrible prosecution system um, and the powers that be was very much, again, my life from earlier this year. And I watched that one and enjoyed that one. And so you got to be better, right? You got to give me something different. And I'm not sure that Bad Prosecutor is giving me that after just these first two episodes. Could it possibly give that to me? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other thing I know about this drama, I think, is that it's only 12 episodes. So I immediately expected it to grab me in the first two episodes, knowing that it's only going to be 12 episodes. And after just two, I'm already kind of like, mm, you know, it was just okay. There was nothing um, bad about the first two episodes, but it also was nothing extravagant and wonderful and just like, oh, that was so good. And legal law political dramas are just not some of, you know, some people's favorites. And I understand why, (laughs) but as someone who has been watching tons of them recently and have been really enjoying them, this one isn't at the level that I would want my legal law dramas to be at. Um, Just not yet. It could absolutely change for me. And I definitely think it's worth me giving another, you know, week or so of this drama to, to, you know, for sure see if I can get a little bit more um, from Bad Prosecutor, but I'm not entirely sure right now. I really am not. Um, And like I said, the performances are fine. Everything's okay. Um, the and it's not the most interesting thing so far that I've actually watched about that prosecutor um, in these first two episodes. Haven't been our title character Jin Jong, played by Dio. Actually, he has been a little kind of just mediocre for me as a character. I'm not blown away by him, and he hasn't done anything that has made him stand out as being like this really, you know, wonderful prosecutor yet. I mean, he's. And, you know, in the title, he's called Bad Prosecutor. And that's because he does like some kind of trick, you know, tricky things and kind of, you know, you know, quote unquote, bad things to get the result that he wants. And that's why he's bad. But then also there's a level to his bad because he's just like, every time you think he's getting somewhere, it's like he ends up, someone else ends up being better at it than him or getting to it before him. And he's always kind of like one step behind. And I'm not used to that with my prosecutor, you know, dramas where our lead prosecutor or our lead lawyer or whoever on the case is like just usually really, really smart, really, really cool and 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 able to solve things really quickly. And I don't know, his, his character isn't doing that for me. So it's just like a little mediocre. Um, and I, I think that's the point. I mean, he's bad. I think in kind of multiple ways, <laughs> but the character that actually stood out to me, and I think it's more interesting and more of a bad prosecutor um, in the sense of the word, would be the character O. Do Juan, um, played by the actor Ha Jun. He is a bad prosecutor, as in he's doing some dirty dealings behind the scenes for the prosecution office, and he's not a good guy. So to me, 
the bad prosecutor in a way really would be him um but he's also really good at his job like as in like he's doing dirty things he's always one step ahead of Jin Jung like he's you know outsmarting him in time and in, in things and I'm kind of like I like his character <laughs> a lot more than my actual lead character so things like that always throw me off I really expect it to be a little bit more um when you have a title character and you expect that title character to carry the drama on its shoulders and I'm not sure the Jin Jung character is doing that for me um, and I don't think it's Dio's performance by any means I definitely think it's just the character that way that is written on the page so not my favorite legal law political drama that I'm currently watching it's definitely not one that I would um, kind of jump over hoops to continue watching so I will give it another week to see what it gives me but I'm not completely sure it's going to be one that I stick around for um the one thing I will say that I like about it that is kind of different from the other legal dramas that I'm watching um would be that it's not um kind of like case by case right now it seems like we started with one big case and we're working through that throughout multiple episodes and that's really not as common for some of these legal and law dramas so I'm really kind of I think that is something that they have going for them as far as like we're following this one big case right now and I like that so if they you know keep that maybe I'll stick around for something like that but it's still not enough if I'm not in love with our lead title character so that's my kind of quick note about that prosecutor so just wanted to shout it out I did start it I am going to give it another week um you know episodes three and four and then we'll see we'll see We'll see. Um, now I want to talk quickly about Love is for Suckers. So totally making a, a switch, um, kind of romantic comedy setup. And Love is for Suckers actually is, <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't I, like what I want to start with is basically that I am blown away by the first two episodes of Love is for Suckers. I did not expect the first two episodes to be so solid, so good, so interesting. Um, whoa, way to set up some characters, way to set a plot, way to set up story. It was, it's, it's set up beautifully. Um, we, with Love is for Suckers, we have Go, sorry, Gu Yoram, played by Yi Dahi, wonderful Dahi, love her to pieces. That's the reason why I'm watching this. Um, and then she in, um, is a kind of producer who works for variety shows and she's really good at her job but she's also struggling with kind of her shows not doing so well so when we meet her she is she's at the bottom of the ratings with her show and she also has just had like some kind of some relationship with the um actual lead of the show um the variety show who's a chef and you know he was younger than her and it was just kind of rough and then we also meet her best friend, who's her neighbor, and they've known each other since high school. And his name is Park Jae-hoon, and he's played by Choi Shi-won um, from, yes, Super Junior. And they, you know, show their relationship as friends and how close they are. And it's the one of the best parts of this drama so far. Like, first two episodes in, you meet these two characters, you know, who are obviously going to potentially be in a romantic sense at some point in this story but like as friends that is the selling point for me like I think they are so fun and interesting as just friends like I love their friendship and I'm gonna be honest 
am not completely rooting for them to get together, like at all. And I know that's not, doesn't make sense because I believe that is going to be the trajectory of this story and their relationship. However, Yoram and Jehun as besties who live to, who live as neighbors, who are always, you know, helping each other out, always there for each other. I live for it. I live for it. However, I also am living for, <laughs> I know people are going to be like, what are you talking about? The other thing to note is that they're 37 years old. So at one point, Yoram had the opportunity of choosing her, um, where she chose her career over marriage. Um, she wanted to pursue her career, make sure she was set and did what she needed to do to progress as, through that. While her boyfriend at the time, who ended up proposing to her, had also made a decision about his job and how he wanted to go overseas to work without con- consulting her. And that left her kind of like, well, I can't just leave my career to go follow you and marry you and and go so that you can live out your career like that that what she wanted so they ended up breaking up however it was a rough breakup in that you can tell she really still loved him and I think he also still loved her so they kind of introduced him back into her life in episode two so we get to see like he is still checking for her (laughs) and obviously she went through such a rough time after that that she immediately is not very welcoming to his return however I kind of like the setup of these two after such a rough breakup and like spending this time apart from each other, you know, reconnecting and potentially starting over, even though everyone's telling her already, like, no, <laughs> especially Jay Hoon, who's her best friend. is like, absolutely not. Don't you dare think about it. Um, and then you have Jay Hoon, who's not interested in marriage, not interested in dating yet his family, his mother is continually setting him up on blind dates so that he can get married. And he, of course, is sabotages them at any, you know, any chance he gets. However, one of the, the girls that he goes on a date with is the character um, Hyun Ji Yun. And she is, to me, amazing. Like, I absolutely love her character. She after he, of course, comes to the blind date trying to, you know, sabotage it, she lets him have it. She's like, you know what I did? I come here with my best foot forward and I'm trying to find someone to, to, you know, to be with. And this is where you, you know, this is how you approach me. This is how you come at this. It was so good. She called him out and I love her character now. So now I want him with her. <laughs> so in this scenario where I like the setup of like, well, no, that's not true. I'm not the biggest fan of like friends to lovers. I prefer strangers to lovers or enemies to lovers more than friends to lovers. And so I honestly would want to see a story where they remain friends from the beginning to the end and they have other partners at the end of the story. Like I would prefer that. I absolutely would prefer that. So I'm not sure if that's going to be the situation for this one. Obviously, I think they're supposed to end up together. I don't know. I don't know. But I really kind of want to see them not together, (laughs) which is stupid because that's not the story. I know it's not. Um, But I also do like the setup as far as like um, the Yoram character is working for this, you know, variety show. And at some point she's going to be doing a reality show where it's going to be like a love dating show. And I believe Jae-hoon is going to support her and help her out with that by becoming a cast member on this, this dating show. So she's going to be working as the producer while on this, you know, reality 
really love dating show watching her best friend obviously dating um these other women but as they are working together and as she's like you know behind the scenes watching this I think that's where their feelings are going to be revealed to one another and I and I like that setup too so at the end of the day I think I'm gonna still really like the way the story goes no matter what I I will have no problems with them actually ending up together because I like the setup of him being on the you know on the reality show falling supposedly falling in love with someone else while also she's like falling in love with him while watching him and producing the show. I I really like that too. So overall, I have to say Love is for Suckers seems to be the um, the romantic comedy I've been waiting for. Absolutely waiting for. So yeah. Okay. Let me move on quickly to Cheer Up. So Cheer Up is, as you can tell, is about cheerleading um, at a university called Young Young He, and we have our um, kind of cheer squad that we're going to be following. But we have our main character Do um, Hei. She's super bright, super spunky, super kind of funny, and but she's also all about money because her family's grown up she's grown up poor so she has to support herself and she's supporting her family as much as she can and so that's her main focus and then the rest of her focus seems to be um all these guys that happen to be falling all over her (laughs) after just two episodes you're like whoa there's a lot of guys checking for her I mean she is nothing but personality so it's really you know nice but I like what I like about her personality though is that she isn't the um when you know when they have like the poor character she's usually really really sweet and kind and letting people step all over her and does you know do what everybody needs and, and you know she's like so selfless no she's not that character he actually is has an attitude she gets snippy she's not the nicest sometimes she can say stuff that she regrets you know she can be prideful but she also she'll swallow it you know so I love her character already as a setup and this is a youth drama so to show that range of like an adolescent where you're kind of all over the place sometimes you're the the nicest person sometimes you're the worst person sometimes you're the best um, friend and sometimes you're the horrible friend like that is the reality at that age and so I think she's just very painted very realistically at this moment Um, and then again like I said this is about cheerleading (laughs) at the university level and you have um, this cheer squad and you have this captain of a cheer squad named um, Park Jung-woo. He is played by my bae, Bae In-hyuk. So I am super excited and that's why I'm watching this drama. Um, But he is a character because his whole personality is this cheering squad. Like he lives it and breathes it and it's almost embarrassing how much he loves this cheerleading squad. Um, but, you know, at the same time, he has his little moments where you can tell there's some some backstory there, um, some trauma tied to maybe a former member of the cheer squad. So we do get to see that kind of creep up. He's also kind of stoic at times where he's like, like I said, he takes it so seriously. So it's like, calm down, dude. It's not that serious. But he takes it very seriously. And I like that about his character too. And obviously they're going to be positioned um, Jungwoo and Hei as kind of romantic interests at some point and I'm kind of liking that I'm kind of loving that because he's like you know her sunbae he's older you know and she's new freshman into the university so I'm kind of liking that um, dynamic um, but they've also allowed um, Hei 
to have another interest. Like I said, there's a lot of guys <laughs> running around her. Um, there's another member of the cheer squad, Jin Sung Ho, who actually only joined it for her. Um, he's like rich, really wealthy. So complete opposite of her, but also a new student freshman. So he's kind of the, on the same level as her. But he immediately tells her like, hey, I want to date you. I want I, I, I'm interested in you. Let's let's go out. And she's like, well, no, well, we'll see. And I kind of like that setup too. Like, I like that he was immediately like, I want to date you. Um, and he's really popular. So, you know, he could have any girl, but he's like, no, her. Um, and then she also kind of didn't push him away completely. She's like, okay, he's wealthy. He has money. He said he'll take care of me. So I'll consider it. I like that. Cause that's what I mean. Like she's very realistic. She kind of keeps it 100. Just like, Hey, Hey, he said he got money. He'll take care of me. What, who am I not to accept that? <laughs> you know? So I love that. I actually really like that. So I like this love triangle that they've actually set up. I think this is a love triangle that could work. Like this is one that I can rock with where both of our kind of, you know, male characters who are vying for her are viable options for her, I think. And so that is an ideal love triangle setup for me. Um, she also has an ex-boyfriend who's actually trash and he's also kind of sniffing around her. Um, but I'm hoping after this last episode, she squashed that, but yeah, he's there. And then the other thing that I didn't know, and I'm, and I'm still just un, unsure about, it's like, is this a horror drama? Like there's like this element of like horror in each episode so far. And I'm like, I am scared. <laughs> So I'm like, what am I watching? Um, I thought we were just watching my cheerleading at university and I'm not completely sure that's all we're watching. So super interested in that. I'm super interested in that. And then like this big kind of undercurrent to the story is that this cheer squad has this prophecy um, where every certain year there have been these kind of horrible things that were to happen with the members of this cheer squad. And the year that Hayi um, has joined she it is the year where they are ex- saying that someone is supposed to actually end up dying on this cheer squad and so it's just super creepy and scary and i'm kind of living for it especially because you know we're in spooky season so i don't know this is as spooky as i can handle and if this is my if where i'm gonna get my spooky stuff from from this spooky season i'll take it okay i'll take it um but cheer up i'm absolutely in love with it so far i definitely think there's a lot going for it i haven't I don't have much complaints yet. I I don't know if that's going to change, but so far I'm really, really interested in it. And I think it's a good one. I think it's a good one. I do. All right. So let me sum this up. Let me wrap this up with my final um, drama that I wanted to talk about. And it's going to be brief because I've... I don't have much to say because it leaves me speechless, <laughs> this drama. Dow's Electronics... I don't even know where to begin. It is a webtoon adaptation. And when I tell you it's one of the few web adaptations recently where it has taken all of the silliness and all the weirdness and all the absurdness and just like pasted it onto the screen. Like all of that is just coming through on the screen. It is being done beautifully, beautifully. I don't think they could have done a better job. And it's 
so hilarious it's laugh out loud funny it's very much situational comedy it gives you the office kind of arrested development feel where it's just like what is happening in this episode why is this so absurd nothing there's no continuity like one one minute someone's lost a tooth and their face is all bruised and then like the next morning that's not the case you know that's the kind of story that we're watching and I have to say I love it I have not seen something like this in a long time Um, it also has like this kind of j-drama feel too as well so I'm just having a blast with it and you can't take it too seriously because it definitely does not take itself too seriously so Please, if you're going into it, go into it knowing that it's nothing but absurdity and re- and, and silliness. And that is it. That is the story. But it also just has some funny and interesting kind of characters to follow. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, and it's basically just about, you know, these company workers at this Gauss Electronics company that obviously has a CEO and a history that isn't all the best. Like it just adds to the comedy um, (laughs) that they're working for this company that's like, has done some shady things. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so it's like a company office drama with the most silliness and absurdity on the screen, like absurdity. And I'm in love with it. I'm in love with it. I did not expect that. I don't, at least every episode has left me speechless because I'm just like, what did I just watch? And then I want to, I'm ready to watch the next episode. I don't know. It's so good. It's so good. And this one's, I think, only going to be 12 episodes, which is cool with me. But I'm wondering if it's going to be like a multiple season kind of drama since I know that the webtoon went on for years. So I wonder if it's going to be similar to Yumi Sales where they're going to be expecting to kind of end season one and and then do another season. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm super in love with it. I think it's hilarious. Super fun. Um, and a highlight and a highlight to dramas right now. Super, super, super excited about it. All right. So that's it. I did my quick pop off. That's all I got for you. I wanted to keep it nice and short. I think I'm still a little, a little over time, but forgive me, forgive me, please. I tried to squeeze in four dramas. So that's my bad. Next time I won't do as many. I promise. Okay. But that's it. That's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.